A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You're about to listen to Bananas for Bonanza, Episode 9. This is Andy Daly. Hello. Here on this free feed, I'll be re-releasing all of the back episodes of Bananas for Bonanza one every other week. If you want to hear new episodes ad-free, please subscribe to my Patreon at patreon.com slash Daly. The entire Bananas for Bonanza archive is also waiting for you there, and you can access lots and lots of bonus content. So do that. Okay. Thank you. Enjoy. <laughs> Yeah! Bonanza, it's the finest show alive. So consult your TV guide, get your great outdoors inside. Take some ponderosa pride and forever make it right. I'm bananas for bonanza. All right, Brian. Here we go. Here comes a big yeehaw. I'm going to make it the biggest one yet. Here we go. Ready? Damn. Whoa, Mutt Taylor, what was that? That what was an exploding through? Rambo arrow. Man, yeah, last time you had a Rambo arrow, but it wasn't rigged up to explode, and this time it damn well exploded. What did you blow up, my friend? Oh, uh, it looks like my neighbor's truck. Uh, oh, Really? Yeah, and I do apologize to him via this podcast. He better be listening. I'll, you know what? I won't even go over apologize. I'll say, listen to episode seven of Bananas for Bonanza. That's a better idea. See, not only is that a de facto apology, but it promotes our podcast. That's not a bad idea at all. Matter of fact, anybody who wants an apology from me anywhere in the world, I'll tell them, listen to Bananas for Bonanza. They're not going to get one here, but... <laughs> 
it'll get them to listen to it anyways. That's Mutt Taylor. Hey, you're listening. Wait a minute. Here, let me say the thing I say at the top of the episodes. Hello, friend. Come on in. The gate is open wide. Welcome to episode nine and seven of Bananas for Bonanza with Dalton Wilcox. That's me. I am Dalton Wilcox. And uh, we're also here with a uh, regular co-host, uh, Mutt Taylor, who you just heard from. Hello, Mutt. Hello. And Amy Sleverson is here, Christian entrepreneur Amy Sleverson. How's it's it going, a, Amy? Well, it's lots daughters is going great. And okay. if anybody wants to get in and become a consultant, there's a lots daughters starter kit that is now going to be available. With mm-hmm. it's ninety nine dollars, and you start out with a, a charm bracelet that you add me- memories of different traumas that you've had. Oh, and yes, we have yes. all sorts of charms that you can add. Um, well, we're definitely and, going to talk about that. Last time we did one of these episodes, we was talking about how you've got uh, these, uh, I think we're calling it a tragedy bracelet, tragedy charms. It's, it's a tragedy bracelet, but uh-huh. it's really about remembering really bad things. But then it has a little jingle on your arm. It's a conversation yeah. starter. So all of your tragedies are memorialized in these little uh, charms on your bracelet, and it jingles when you walk, and and it's a yeah, I like it. Conversation starter. You could talk pretty much everywhere you go. Somebody's going to ask you about all the worst things that ever happened in your life. Well, and that 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 is what bringing um, my I'm making uh, I'm a profit profiting and trying <laughs> to uh, bring. Uh, different things like teaspoons and popcorn boxes and bunt pans and kitchen caddies to, yeah. into homes that were already Christ-like but now can have Christ-like clutter. Oh, beautiful. Clay, that's be- that should put that right there on your website. Now we now, you got Christ-like clutter. Dalton, are we going uh, yeah. to dedicate a little bit of time to ask her about a charm each episode? Because that has been my reason for living, and I don't know yeah. if we want to do that now. Or We're going to do it. Boss. I think not not quite right now. We do. Yeah. We have a guest I want to introduce, but before we even do that, I do need to address the events of this past weekend where we had the 2020 first annual Wilcox Ranch Exposition of Cowboy Poetry, Wit, Wisdom, Western Music, Beans, Neckerchiefs, Gonorrhea, Painting My Barn, and Rope Tricks. And man, it was a goddamn disaster. No. It was, it was, I had to press the self-destruct button on the Wilcox Ranch. Oh, I just got out of the emergency room. Damn it. They, I can't believe how... I'm I'm furious about it. Now I'm staying in a, you know, like any good cowboy, I've got every inch of my ranch covered in explosives to self-destruct at any time when things go that horribly as they did on Saturday, the 4th of July. Now, first of all, I was expecting 200,000 people to come to this, and the, I, that's what happened, but almost all of them was invisible mans. <laughs> it was just thousands upon thousands of invisible mans, and... uh you know, at a certain point, I got so mad at him, I started stabbing, stabbing and shooting indiscriminately, just trying to shoot some invisible mans or stab them. We had almost everything went wrong. Uh, Russell Shine did show up, but I guess he saw the sign that said dunk Russell Shine in a dunk tank full of piss and he ran away. Hmm. And it was funny to see him run. But 
And a Mano Agapian didn't show up. And Bartleby Mulcahy forgot about it. And Chip Junction's grandmother said he couldn't come. And Cram Daniels, uh, at the last minute, he said, no, we're hosting a, a live uh, edition of our uh, Deadwood podcast on uh, YouTube or something like that. And I guess two million people watched it, but he didn't come down. The only thing we did have, Amy, you were there selling some Christian homes. That's homebrew. right. I came in on the 13th chapter of Revelations. I dressed as a beast with 10 horns atop seven heads, and I rose out of the piss. And, and I was a dragon, but then also a lamb. And that was beautiful. I mean, that was uh, that was one of the highlights for me of the whole weekend. It was wonderful. And then, Mutt, you was there. You brought those mirrors to do that one-man oh, Mexican standoff. Okay. Yeah, no, I did, and I made good on my word. I brought up two full-size body-length mirrors to do a one-man Mexican standoff. But the problem is, sun come down around 4 o'clock gets real low on the horizon, shot yeah. a beam directly at that mirror, which then ricocheted off another mirror. Both of them had a beam concentrated right in my side, and it burned a hole through one of my livers. But here's the crazy thing. So hot, went straight through my torso. Yeah. It cauterized the wound. So I just have this l tunnel, is all I can call it, is just in the side of my gut, right there in my guttocks. And I got you could put an arm through it. And uh, and I'd invite you to do that next time I see you, but God knows when that'll be. Anyway, I'm back, and here I am, motherfucker. Yeah, I, nobody I, ever would have expected that to happen. I did great business by selling uh, cutting boards that have a little hole on it, in it, so it's called a Ponderosa Wife. <laughs> Ponderosa I, Wife? Wow, I'd like one of them, I think. That sounds real good. A cutting board with a hole in it? Uh-huh. Well, you I, can hang it up, or you can you can use it as a partner. Yeah, well, that's kind of what I am now with this hole in my side. Look at that! Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Probably all sorts of uses for that hole there. But you just need to be creative. Hmm. Well, I do want to apologize, by the way, that as soon as the journeyman took the stage, is when I realized I had to hit the self destruct button on the whole ranch, and uh, a couple of you guys got burned up bad. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, there were sheriff deputies. I think the sheriff deputized some vampires because they didn't show up till the sun went down. That's awfully suspicious. <laughs> and uh, it was just a real mess. Uh, we know better for next year. Cause we next will, year we, we know better. It, right? Well, yeah. Specifically say on the flyer, no invisible mans. All righty. Now, let's introduce our wonderful guest. This is exciting. Uh, they assured me she was a huge bonanza fan now and they keep saying that and it turns out to be a goddamn lie but uh this time we've got the host of a podcast called the scam goddess her name is lacey mosley hello lacey hey oh hi lacey i'm a big fan are oh. you a fan of the scam goddess yeah and i i for one cannot wait to hear what lacey has to say about amy's business dealings because i think they'll pass the test <laughs> they seem on the up and up i want some trauma charms Oh, I would no. love to accost people with my pain. That's my favorite pastime. Oh yeah, is it? What yes, kind of I things? What things would be on your charm bracelet of tragedies? Can you think of anything you'd put on there? Yes, I would definitely mm -hmm. put the time that my mother got hit by a car that mm -hmm. I was driving. I oh. happened to be driving it, but it wasn't my fault. So would you put a car charm or just a carcass? Well, Amy, do you have anything that's like a, a mom saying, why? And and then like a car on her body? Like yeah. all of that in one charm. We have a, a wig that can that flies up. And then we also have, you can order any early model Dodge. 
Oh, Ooh. oh, wow. Because a you, lot of bad things happen in Dodge Darts. I can attest to that. That's oh, true. yeah, that's for sure. And that'd you be great because then I can go to the grocery store with it. You know, when people say, how are you? That's a perfect opportunity to talk about your trauma. You say, they say, how are you? You say, I hit my mom with the, with the car. And then I show them the charm. Yeah. And they'll say, did that just happen? And you say, what, when did it happen? Oh, when did it happen? Oh, mm -hmm. like a few days ago. She's recovering. Oh. Oh, that's recent. That's a recent thing. Well, uh, and we can get that to you just as as soon as you have the trauma. It's it's overnight now. Oh, that's what I like. That's a good business plan. Yeah, that's that sounds right. So you got a car and a like a flying wig a right next to each wig. other. Flying uh wig. -huh. And and then, um, but you can get the wailing face of a mother. Um, the hair, you know, is. Sometimes you can put, you know, whatever hairstyle you want. So it can be a wailing mother charm, but I don't know, you know, what what you would want. There's so many options. Yeah. Do you have any with Guy Fieri hair? My mom has <gasps> Guy Fieri hair. Yes, we have Guy Fieri. Beautiful. <laughs> and then, oh. and that's, that's would probably be a, a perfect, and then, it's it opens up. It's a conversation starter. Lacey, how do you how do you figure it wasn't your fault that you hit your mom with a car? Because but I don't know a lot about cars. As far as I know, pedestrians always have the right of way. Uh, well, I hear you, but you know, as a scammer, I've I've taken no accountability. I have a mantra that is, I take no responsibility. Um, mm -hmm. it's really I went to a retreat once, and it really opened me up to realizing that I don't have to be responsible for anything. And anybody. Oh, really? Uh, what? Who well, sponsored that retreat? That sounds like an interesting retreat. It sounds like uh, Joel Osteen. Oh, yeah. Christian it, prosperity preacher. It was actually his cousin. Oh. Oh, oh. Cole Osteen. Cole oh. Osteen. Oh, Joel and Cole the Osteen yes. boys? Okay. Yes. I have a follow-up question about your mom. Does she have Guy Fieri hair? head to toe like chin and all that and whatever elements head to toe also encompasses uh she has guy fieri hair on her head and then also her knuckles resemble guy fieri's knuckles as well oh he's got that oh. mid-digital kind of braided this just fringy hair i know what you're talking mm. about my yeah. my uh well actually i have that but i was gonna blame it on someone else but i and, do have that yeah. and google guy fieri's hands he has soft smooth baby man hands does he really uh, yeah, for real. Google it for real. I'm, I'm doing it right now. All right, Mud, you Google that, and I'm gonna ask, oh, I'm gonna ask Lacey in the meantime. So you your your podcast, the Scam Goddess. You talk about scams and con mm -hmm. mans and all that business, right? Yes. You can you give us I, an example? Give us an example of the type of kind of guy you talk about. You talk about real life scammers and people who really scam people. I talk about real life scammers, and they reach out to me if they're oh. not in jail. Sometimes, um, recently. A rapper named Chad Focus, who spent over a million dollars on company credit cards trying to promote his rap album. He's out of jail now, and he said he's chilling in his mansion, and he appreciated the episode. Shout out to Chad. Wow. Uh, oh, my gosh. That's a great idea. Company it was, credit cards? What do you mean? He, he took out credit cards in his own name or in the name of uh, somebody else's no. company? or. He works for a company and they gave oh. him an Amex and he saw his opportunity to scam X. And that's when he started buying billboards and gold chains and taking I photos see. on jets. 
I see. And he must have figured that the album was going to sell so much right away that he'd be able to put that money back in there. Nobody would ever notice. I don't think he had a plan, but his music slaps. So it's good music. Yeah. Listen, I don't know nothing about no rap music, but is it unusual to have a rapper named Chad? Um, actually, yes. But these days you can be named anything. I know a rapper who's named after a credit card swiper. What's it? What? What's that? What's the name? What's the name? TKJX6. I'm not joking. (laughs) (laughs) You use that to swipe a credit card. Is that one of them ones you hook up to your iPhone or whatnot and just scram the card right there? I think it's one that you have to hold because he said Uh he looked at the bottom and that's where he found it. Other rappers are like there's Da Baby, Lil Baby. Uh, mm-hmm. Young Money, um, mm-hmm. young, young Rich, uh, Never Broke Again. That's one name. It's also a sentence. Oh, I, I like where this is going because I named a kid Netflix. You did? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. That's oh, a good wow. name. Everybody loves Netflix. Your kid's going to do well in life. I hope so. Yeah. President yeah. Netflix. Oh, come on now. I don't know if I could ever be the father of president. All right, I'll do it. (laughs) (laughs) That's a lot of responsibility. You have to try not to fuck anything up for four whole years. Hard hard work. Yeah, me as as the parent. Yeah, you're right. I can't play Mm. saxophone or, um, you know, drink myself to death. Nothing. Did did your rapping friend ever try multi-level marketing and have a gathering? Oh. Oh, no, he did not do that. But I do know some multi-level marketers like Tyra Banks. (gasps) What does she sell? Tyra Banks had a beauty line. Um, I can't remember the name of it right now, but it's a multi-level marketing uh, beauty scheme that Tyra recently shut down, like in the early 2000s. I think she is a big con artist because I can. Now, this is Mutt Taylor talking, but I also have a friend named Matt Gorley, and he once went to Del Taco with her on a real fluke. And she says, I ain't got no money. Can you buy me a seven layer dip burrito or whatever it's called? And that's a true story. (laughs) Wait a minute. (laughs) This friend of yours, Matt. Matt, I get a lot of my stories from him. Yeah, He went to, to out for tacos with Tyra Banks. Why? Well, he was with his good friend, Fred and Robin and Robin was an old high school chum at Tyra Banks and they went out bowling. (laughs) But first they went to Del Taco and she didn't have a dime on her. I had to buy her a seven layer burrito. That's what happens when you're a businesswoman. You stop carrying cash <laughs> or paying for anything. I just found the name of it. It's called Beauty Tainer. That was Tyra Banks's multi-level marketing scheme. What's that? Oh. A, is that a pun or a portmanteau? Beauty Tainer, like entertainer? Yes, but with mm. beauty. Oh, oh. Oh, well, she'd love to get a basket of that product. That she is... made $27 million. Oh, what? my God. That was Good heavens. That was I hope to God that was. And referrals to friends. But how is that possible? Beauty Tainer is neither a beautiful or an entertaining name. It cancels both out instead of amplifies the other. I mean, I did take a marketing class once. I Just go on. I can tell. I can tell. Was man, it online? Oh it was online, yeah. Yeah. yeah, this is the early days too. It's just me well, and another guy. But you don't know how to smize. How? Oh, how, what is smize? Show me. How do I do it? It's when you smile with your eyes. Oh, that's, that's another pirate. Yeah. Yes. That works. Watch it, this. I'll try it. All right. Oh, Ooh. I don't want to call oh. that a smile. No. Oh. No. That. Are you, 
It's that that feels like you might be on the toilet. No, that's not. <laughs> it also looks like you've aged fifty years when you make that face. I don't know what it is. It's real strange. <laughs> yeah, it does. Wow, I re- I Dorian grade myself. You did. Oh my well, God. I certainly hope that she made that twenty-seven million dollars after you got suckered into buying her a multi-layered uh, taco. What you <laughs> a burrito? A multi-level burrito. Yeah, you should hit her up and get your $5.27 back because she has it. All right. Well, if you're listening, Tyre, and I think most of the world is, first of all, I apologize to my neighbor. Second of all, you owe me, I believe, buck twenty nine or whatever it was. And judging for inflation, let's make that, like you said, about $5. Yep. That sounds fair. Now, uh, Lacey, do you, do you pull scams yourself? You have some experience pulling scams yourself. Uh, yes, I have pulled some scams. Mm. Some I'm at liberty to say, some that statutes of limitations uh, yep, will not yep. allow me at the moment. Uh huh, yeah. But yes, I like to pull small scams because I don't want to hurt people. No, like, for, no. for example, do you know that if you are in a line at any like place, like a retail place or any normal place, psychological, like psychology has taught us that people don't like conflict to the point where if you give them any excuse to cut them in line, they normally will let you. Oh, I see. So I'll go you to FedEx. Say absolutely. Yeah. Okay. And I'll be like, my car is running outside. Do you mind if I cut in line? And they will say Whoa. yes. Whoa. Oh, well, that's good. I'd like that to. I'd like to test good. your theory that you could give almost any reason. Like to just say, I, I, in my opinion, you smell terrible. Can I cut <laughs> in front of you? Because I think the the breeze is blowing this way. <laughs> right. I, or I deserve to go before you. Can yeah. I cut in? No. Well, I, but then they wouldn't say no. They would say yes, according to your your prophecy. Well, I said almost any reason, and you both gave terrible reasons. Um, oh, you I insulted you them. Say, Let me oh, try no. one. Oh, Let me try one. No. Try one, Matt. S- excuse but. me. Pardon me, ma'am. Did you know studies show that just about any idiot will let you cut in front of them <laughs> if you get real conflicty? So back off, lady. Listen to Bananas for Bonanza for Apology later. <laughs> that's perfect. You mixed yeah. in a promotion. Well, I took a marketing class. Yeah, that's real good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to try it next time I go to FedEx. Maybe I'll try Hey, I'm rich. I deserve to go in front of you. Oh, <laughs> See if it works. These are the right. worst ones I've ever heard, but <laughs> please do try them. I will try them. I have up. a baby in a hot car and the windows are closed. <laughs> Let me go. I have a baby in a hot jacuzzi. Let me go. I have a baby in the oven. Let me go. I would just go with, I have a baby. Oh, uh-huh. I have a bun oh, in the oven. Simplify it. That's a euphemism for being pregnant. Right. Well, I like it too if you just say, I have a baby, but it's clear that you don't have a baby with you. It's just a lot of mystery. <laughs> Yeah. That's exactly how it goes. I, I have like a baby. It. Let me cut in this line. But baby yeah. in the car is fun. But also the cops might be called. So be aware of that. Right. Yeah, but it's just the FedEx cops. You, you don't have to look. <laughs> and it's a little, little baby. Little it's a very little baby. Yeah. It's yeah, worse. Tiny, tiny. tiny. Oh. Okay, good. Well, we've covered a lot of ground here so far. Uh, should we, before we get into the episode, oh, I was going to say, it's highly fortuitous Lacey, that you're here for this episode because yeah. it does involve a con man. This episode is all about a con man pulling cons. It feels so, like we have an expert here to talk us through how uh, the Comstock fella, what, how good his game is. You can tell him. You can tell us if he's doing techniques and shit. Yeah. He's charming. Everyone likes him, even though they don't want to. 
Yeah. He's yeah, you can't devil. help but like this fellow. He's damn. a carpetbagger for sure. Hot <laughs> damn, a claim jumper. <laughs> uh, all right, but uh, should, should we get to it or should we hear, like we're going to do now, regular feature of this show, uh, an explanation of one or two or three of uh, Amy Sleverson's uh, tragedy charms? I'm so excited. Uh, Amy, is there a particular tragedy charm or two that you want to highlight for us, or should it's, we just uh, choose from what you what what you got dangling there? Well, I I have I have a lot. Just one I wanted to showcase because it's on sale for $19.99, and oh, if great. you and if you buy before the end of, that this this uh, show is done, then mm-hmm. you can get a fifty dollar credit towards more orders at oh, lotsdaughters.com, and mm. it's a barbecue grill. Oh, okay. Oh, well, yeah. what what's the tragedy there? My husband oh, left no. the barbecue to me, and I didn't have an instruction book, and I it caught fire, and I have third degree burns on my lower legs. Oh no. But um but we gosh did I did a nice job on the steaks so I managed to keep them on I put butter on it and I managed to not overdo them even while the the emergency medical technicians were coming. <laughs> you hung in there and you cooked them steaks even though you was burned. Hip he doesn't better. like them overdone. Oh right. <laughs> If you'd gone and taken a ride in an ambulance and left them stakes there on the fire, God knows what your husband would have found. Yep. Oh, he'd oh he'd have been so mad. Amy, he I, likes a little pink. Yep. Quick question: What if I see a charm that you got for sale? I really like it, but I ain't yet had that tragedy. Could I buy the charm and then make the tragedy happen some way, or how's that work? Well, there's there's no telling what's going to happen, but something for sure will ha- oh. bad will happen to you. And you can just assign that to a charm. We have a charm that's the Apollo 13. And mm-hmm. even though, um, you know, even if you're not associated with that, um, or nothing bad happened, you know, you can just say, oh, that reminds me of something. Oh, wow. Well, I, I, I was the, watching. My, my husband has toe fungus. And sometimes, for whatever reason, it's just he thinks about space programs. My cat choked to death when I was watching Rocky II when Apollo Creed gets killed. Oh, it's a perfect charm. I believe you're talking about Rocky III, my friend. But, oh, uh, oh I do apologize. That's all you right. You know, that's... my cat was choking. I was a little, I was a little busy. So I suppose, I suppose we can excuse the transgression. Uh, but we also have a new line of charms that represent all world religions. So there's the Star of David with six-pointed star, and then there's the uh, yin-yang of um, uh, the Confucius, and then the Sikh uh, um, double-edged sword, and the crescent and the moon of Muslims, and then the Christ cross on the cross. Yeah, that's beautiful. Do hey, you do- have Cole Osteen's church? <laughs> I, it, it just needs to look like a little cash machine with a tiny little cross. But the cross has to be tiny. I will get on that because that sounds like one that will really move. Yeah. 
Do you I have a charm? What, what would you recommend if I wanted to memorialize on my wrist the events of the 2020 Wilcox France exposition mm-hmm. of all those things that it went so goddamn sideways and forced me to blow up my home? Oh. How do you make gonorrhea a charm? <laughs> wow. Yeah. There's so many ways to memorialize STDs. You could just put, you know, um, the this a small version of a free clinic or mm-hmm. um, or if your explosion is is totally p- with a with a, a little uh, stick of dynamite. Uh A lot of these things are things you can just think up yourself and then we we send the design to China and it's done within a week because there's there aren't any laws there. Right. There's no laws to slow down the uh, memorialization of your tragedy. And that's a scam, right? What's a scam? To to not pay people very well to do good work and then we, we make money off of it. Does that qualify as a scam, Lacey? What's going on with the yeah, Chinese that's called, people doing work? That's called capitalism, and it's the biggest scam. Ooh, it's my favorite. It's my favorite scam. I asked about the gonorrhea charm because earlier hmm. Dalton said that there was a gonorrhea outbreak at his ranch. Can you put yeah. the ranch and then somehow include the gonorrhea all in one charm? Hmm. When I think of that, I think you could have a horseshoe and then had a horseshoe with a little teardrop attached to it mm. with cuz that would be the the treatment might be something that w- would be a, a a a bromide or a pomade that you mm. put on your genitals <laughs> yeah uh-huh. that's the common treatment for, <laughs> yep. for gonorrhea that's the first thing the doctor says you can put some <laughs> pomade on your genitals try that for you 14 days right from your hair and uh i yep. I, I tell you what, I think gonorrhea, does it make you go blind? So the tear could work there, too. Because I, I was blind for two weeks, and I never got an explanation why until I talked to this gal. Her name was uh-huh. her name was Sex. She, I was honest her name was Sex? Her name was Sex, yeah. Well, that saves oh. time. I mean, I should have seen it coming. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Sex Collins. Sex Collins. Well, that's not nice. Yeah. Good Irish. It's got a ring to it. It does, yeah. It yeah, does. Yeah, sure it does. Yeah. Well, all right, uh, folks, uh, I think we've, we've covered the charms. We've covered the 2020 Wilcox Exposition and, and uh, all kinds of, we've met each other. So it's been a good, good time here. But now, now I want to start talking about episode nine, season one, episode nine of Bonanza, the greatest television show that ever was. And this episode was called Mr. Henry Comstock. We're going to talk about it. I don't know how far we're going. We probably should take a break soon. But I just want to say, first off, that this was a fantastic episode. It's got brawling. It's got some of the best shooting we've ever seen on this show. It's got engines. It's got hop sing. It has all four of the regular cast members of the show, which is a real treat. (laughs) It's got a history lesson. It's got wall-to-wall disrespect for women it's got comical minors and a city slicker man oh man this one had every damn thing didn't it 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 had two people who used a a tanning salon much too heavily (laughs) or or were spray tanned you talk about the engines well i think the actors were yeah Uh they were clearly uh very thin uh people of greek descent 
and blue-eyed Greek descent at that. So kind of southern Greeks, I imagine. I don't know. Or northern, I guess. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. What, whatever they sprayed on them to make them look like Indians, man, it was good. Because I, I fully believe those were Indians. But all right. We're gonna, I think we're going to talk about all that and a whole lot more when we come back from a quick break. That sound good from everybody? Yep. And then, well, when we come back, we're going to talk all about episode nine. Mr. Henry Comstock. Lacey Mosley is here. We'll see you soon. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Welcome back to Bananas for Bonanza. We're talking about season one, episode nine, Mr. Henry Comstock. One of the, we're just a fantastic episode. I got some clips I'm going to show you. We're going to have a good time. Uh, this episode, uh, it's got some good guest stars. I, I, as you know, I've been starting to really look into the guest stars. The fellow, Henry Comstock is played by a guy named Jack Carson, who's got uh, big parts and things you never heard of and small parts and things you have. And he played a car salesman in an episode of The Twilight Zone where he's selling a car that's haunted. Isn't that something? Whoa! I mean, sounds like something Comstock would do. Yes, it does. That's true. Brand. Mm-hmm. And then we had a uh, uh, Chief Winnemucca's daughter was played by a woman named Joanne Sages, and she was in 1958. She was girl at party in a movie called Shadows, and then she was in this episode of Bonanza, and then she never did anything ever again. Ah, this is my husband's favorite episodes because no women talk. That's, they sure don't. They sure don't. She but didn't I, say a word. I did an inner monologue for all of them during the episode. Whoa. <laughs> what did they say? They said, you, yeah. <laughs> you have no idea what I am going through. <sighs> yeah, that might be right. Well, she doesn't say a damn word. And it's it's hard to imagine that she understood much of what little Joe was explaining to her. His hand gestures were vague at best. But somehow she showed up at the dance on time. We'll get to all that. But something must have happened on the set of Bonanza that made Joanne Sages say, never again. Oh, yeah. She never it, worked. That's hard to believe. The 1950s Hollywood would in some way lead her to quit acting. I don't know. I don't know how that would happen. Yeah. Then there's another fellow named Richard Cutting. He played the, the fella at the end who's from Virginia. 
His character name was Old Virginie. Mm-hmm. And let me read you his bio on the internet movie computer. It says, <laughs> in the 1950s, Richard Cutting derived fame as Manners, a tiny butler in a bowler derby hat in a series of commercials for Kleenex napkins. By trick photography, he appeared to be about only inches in height and would manifest under a dinner table in a traditional butler's cutaway. A paper napkin was always slipping off the lap of a diner, giving Manners the opportunity, after a polite ahem, to inform the guest of the non-slip benefit of the Kleenex napkin. Whoa, I just looked that up on YouTube right now. Oh, there yeah. Oh, hey, by the way, did you ever get a good look at uh, Guy Fieri's hands? We never did hear back about yeah, Guy Fieri's hands. Yeah, uh, they're soft as, if not more than, a baby's bottom. Okay. Well, he uses so much butter, it should be. Yeah, that's right. Soft. Yeah. I think he also wipes his hands in diaper cream, too. <laughs> good for him. Yeah. Good for him. Beautiful. Uh, yeah. And then uh, this fellow, Richard Cutting, he was also a forest ranger in a movie called Monster on the Campus. Oh, no. And he was in a movie called Attack of the Crab Monsters. <laughs> and he was in a movie called Creature with the Atom Brain. Whoa. A-T-O-M. And none of those movies have anything to do with each other? Nope, they don't. No sequel? <laughs> no. Does <laughs> Attack of the Crab Monsters have anything to do with gonorrhea? <laughs> I, think it is, I think it is an instructional film about STDs. Yeah. Yep. Well, yeah, I had so, to watch that in school. Yeah, you had to watch Attack of the Crab Monsters? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that'll talk you out of screwing around for at least a week. Well, uh, let's see here. So that that's a good good guest cast on this episode, as always. Uh, and this episode starts with all our heroes, and they are uh, they stop for water by a lakeside or by a river, and a bearded a fellow. Uh, uh, he's a I guess he's a prospector who every morning glues on a beard. And- <laughs> I was gonna say there's a lot of false beards. I mean, I think they just took the wig right off Lauren Green's hair in some cases and put him on another man for coverage shots. They had one yeah. around. <laughs> well, this fellow's got time to glue on a beard. He comes out and he says, hey, you're on my land, but he's on the Ponderosa. And then we, we cut to the opening credits, and this is, according to uh, Wikipedia, this is the the ninth episode of Bonanza to feature the burning map in the opening credits. I you know, know what else is interesting? This is what? the second episode they shot even though they aired it the ninth. And I think that's why you're getting the origin story of Virginia city, which is oh. referred to in prior episodes. Oh. Yeah. I was going to say this episode has more to do with the Ponderosa and the Cartwrights than any of the ones we've seen since episode one. Yep. So that explains it. Yeah. I wonder I what happened why. there. I don't know why they pushed it back. Strange. Uh, yeah, it turns out this uh, this fellow, who they keep calling Old Timer, but he seems to be about the same age as all the boys. <laughs> he, he says he bought a piece of land from uh, Henry Comstock for $25 there on the on the Condoro- Com- Ponderosa. The boys, all, the Con- uh, Cartwrights all laugh and laugh and laugh. They laugh so hard. That's how I laugh when somebody asks for an advancement bonus. <laughs> that, they've been working with me for only a month. Are you kidding me? You haven't sold nearly enough salt shakers. <laughs> yeah, this poor young old timer with a glued on beard got conned out of $25 and they laugh and laugh and laugh. And then they say, oh boy, old Henry Comstock sold this to you, huh? And the screen goes all wavy. For a flashback. And then the whole rest of the episode is about, I don't know how how long ago. How long ago is it supposed to be? 
They don't rightly say. I don't. They don't rightly say. I didn't even realize totally it was a flashback till the end when they flashed forward again, and then I oh, really? <laughs> Could have been anywhere up to two thousand years ago. <laughs> When they, might have been a Bible dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> when they came to the Ponderosa and planted those trees, the first trees, yeah. with Michael Landon as Jesus. Oh, yes, yes. Sure yeah. Amy Jesus. believes that Michael Landon is Jesus, and this episode, this episode backs it up. As they I all believe do. that too. I do. You've got me to that side of thinking. Uh, yeah, I want to show you my first clip from this episode because it takes place in the next scene. The next scene after the credits is. One of the longest uh, scenes ever on this show, and it is, uh, it has a, it's just a beautiful ode to trees, it has a whole lot of talk about railroads that doesn't have anything to do with the, the rest of the episode. It's uh, unbelievable, and I'm going to show a clip from that where I think, uh, what's his name, uh, Lauren Green must have won uh, multiple Oscars for this scene about trees. Wait a minute, God damn it, I got to share my screen. Well, I'll tell you one thing, track Ain't nothing but a lot of rail. Oh, yeah. That's I what want, That's I want to be in this writer's room. I feel like I would be the one pitching all the rails. Like, oh, so this is a story about a scammer. Okay, but what about railroads? Can we get more <laughs> railroads in here? I think we need more railroads. Like, it it's really, more cowbell, but for railroads. It seemed like it was going to be an episode about railroads. Yeah. For a moment there. Okay, here we go. This is Lauren Green put leaving it all on the damn field as an actor as to talk about trees. I hope you can hear it. Us there were trees that were living and growing in this forest. They were old when Christ pulled fish out of the Sea of Galilee. Don't oh. cut unless you bled. That's right, Hoss. That's why we're here. Not just to take from the land, but to give. Yes, sir. Can you see it? A hundred years from now, standing tall against the sky. Planet Adam. You're crying, mutter, you crying. It's just so beautiful. It's poetic. It's a type of cowboy philosophy. That's I just right. don't know what to say. That's right. Oh. That is a beautiful, beautiful. You ever see a scene as beautiful as that in any other damn show? No, they says plant before you cut. Now, I will point out that they definitely cut before they planted. but Well, and they all cut off a very long tree. Yeah. It was a tree that they were beating down from the roots. Took yeah. four um, hours to cut that thing down. And I'm hours. glad that they, he said the thing about leave while you take, because, you know, they took all that land from the native people, but they left some trees. <laughs> okay? Yeah. You can't say they didn't leave a tree. They, they you left have a no tree on their own land. Yeah. Not a tree. Yeah. Well, now, I don't Eventually. know if it's, if it's fair to say they took that land. They they moved in on the land that the Paiutes were living in, and they said, we're your neighbors now, and uh, we're going to try and not rile you up. And then... Uh, Dalton, that, I'm glad you said that, because I'm going to yeah. be moving in next to you. <laughs> I'm going to be moving in next to you, and I'm not going to take nothing, but I am going to be in your home. Okay, you're, you're going to be in my home, and you're not going to yes. take anything, but all right, well, just try not to rile me up. 
I won't, and I'll bring Sometime. you a tree. I will bring you a small tree as well. <laughs> Look, in defense of the Cartwrights, they might have moved yeah. in on their land, but at least they didn't take the Paiute's daughter princess in any way. Oh, well, hang on. Well, hang on. Maybe huh? you didn't see the whole episode. I, that, well, I, I'm currently watching it. I'm not up to that part. There, there is essentially a theft of a daughter coming up. Oh, so, oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Small but again, robbery of a daughter. <laughs> yeah, but you, you, can't, you can't fault the Cartwrights. I don't, I don't like any criticism of the Cartwrights. I, I really don't. But anyway. <laughs> Uh, so then they hear some gunfire. Oh, did I skip something? I don't know. Doesn't matter. Oh, yeah, I skipped the whole part about how, uh, or did I? I don't remember. But, uh, we meet Comstock, and he's getting hung. And uh, at this time, the city where he's about to get hung in is called Hang City, apparently. <laughs> he, he lives in the town of Hang City. Shouldn't be surprised he's getting hung. Uh, but he manages to talk the guys out of hanging him. And... And uh, which so is not he, easy to do in a place called Hang City. It's like, yeah, this no is what we do here. What you mean? What else well, will he, we do? He tells them they're you're, they're changing the name of the town, and you're not going to be able to hang people here anymore. If you want to hang me, you're going to have to. If you want to hang me legally, you're going to have to go about a hundred miles. And these idiots just go, "All right, let's ride together a hundred miles away to hang him." <laughs> they have no problem with it. That's, the, uh, that's what happened to me when I was double booked multi-level marketing at my girlfriend's house. And this one lady was trying to sell sex toys. And then I was trying to sell, sell platters with God on them. <laughs> what did you do? You said if you want to sell those sex toys, you got to go 100 miles away. I told her to get out. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. Oh yeah. man, you could have had a combo deal there. You get a plate with Ooh. Jesus' face, and you get a big pickle deal. Though I want, <laughs> I would like that. Oh. Or if, or if it was I like didn't... a very sexy drawing of Jesus, they used to draw him very sexy. Yeah. That's true. I didn't even think of that. That's why I'm not a good salesperson. No, that's not. You're a hashtag girl boss. We all agree. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh. Anyway, so the Cartwrights go and they go to help out uh, or whatever. They investigate these gunshots and they see Comstock on a mule with no weapon being shot at now by these four guys that's trying to hang him. And I guess Comstock got away from him. They're trying to shoot him. And the Cartwrights don't know anything about the situation whatsoever, but they decide to get involved and uh, shoot at the guys who's shooting. Right? Yeah. So and, in Hang City, the whole time they could have shot him, but they were like, that's not what we do here. Well, it's not we, shoot city. We only hang, so we got we can't use our guns right now. No, no, it's hang city. You're yeah, right. It's right. not shoot city. All yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, I follow. You go to they're hanging him for being city. a claim jumper. By the way, that appears right. to be have been the charge. Yeah. Uh, and this is when we see some of the best damn shooting you've ever seen. Unbelievable. All four of the Cartwrights take turns trick shooting at these guys. What one of them? Uh, Hoss shoots off a guy's hat. Adam shoots a guy right in the canteen, springs a little hole. Uh, real then, quick, yeah. uh, the trajectory with which that bullet goes into that canteen would mean that either the man or the horse would have to be shot and bleed out. I don't know how a canteen can get pierced on one side and keep the bullet inside. That's why you've got to have faith. Oh, I yeah, okay. I didn't even think about that. It's yeah. a mystery. Blasphemy. It's like the magic bullet that killed Kennedy. It's right. a magical damn bullet. Don't, okay. don't never mind where it went. And then uh and then uh what happened in uh oh uh, little Joe shoots a guy in the shoulder yeah, and then uh just, yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and then Paul shoots a guy uh, shoots him in the rifle and splits his <laughs> rifle in half. Yeah. 
And the whole time these guys are saying, oh my God, I can't believe how good the shooters are who's shooting at us. However, they don't know what these guys are aiming at. You know what I'm saying? Oh, right. They could be uh, 10 feet away aiming at their heads. <laughs> exactly. Oh. I would love to be such a good shooter that the people I'm murdering are like, damn, he's really murdering me good. Respect. Oh, yeah. this is some good murder happening to me. Yeah. That's yeah. great. That's yeah. lovely. I like your work and would like to die at your hand if I got to right. go. I'm proud to be murdered by you. Y'all put that on my tombstone. Put it on my tombstone. <laughs> And by the way, at some point, they start talking about they think they must be getting shot at by devils. The shooting is so good, they feel Ooh. it must be supernatural and must be the devil shooting at them. Yep. Yep. That's pretty it's, wild. It's really just a four codependent ranchers who want to get involved in everybody's business. Yeah. <laughs> the well, Cartwrights. That, that is a succinct but, way to describe the Cartwrights. The Cartwrights have, have a say. terrible problem with not keeping their eyes on their own paper. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That is true. They had no reason whatsoever to get involved in any of this business at all. No, did they, they had a real moral ambiguity from episode to episode. I and would why say. do they like the trickster so much? Why do they have such an affectionate longing to save the top-hatted stranger? Hard to say. Yep, they ride up on this guy. They find out he's wearing a top hat, and he talks like a fancy pants city slicker, and he's on a mule, and he's running away from some guys that are trying to shoot him, and they say right away, I like this guy. And they, <laughs> they invite him over for dinner. And the hop yeah, sling uh, cooks, uh, uh, cooks up something. Hey, this is the second time in this series, by the way, that somebody has been confused about the meaning of the term culinary arts. Uh, culinary. That's how, that's how he say says it. Culinary arts? Cul culinary from the city slicker. Oh, the city oh, yeah. slicker says it. And then yeah. hop sling thinks he's been insulted when it's actually a compliment toward his culinary arts. Yeah. That's a real go-to for this show. I love well, that scene because I loved how much the scammer, Mr. Comstock, really wanted to eat the corn yeah. to the point that he begs at one point for more corn when he's denied the corn. Uh -huh. I like <laughs> You realize he he's pocketing corn. the corn, though. He's pocketing it for him and his uh, mule on the trip and the journey. Did you know that Hop Sing spelled backwards is Nispo? Which means he's probably representative of the Gnostic gospel. Oh, I never did. We need to keep an eye on him that he is 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 the true wisdom of the entire show. I would not be at all surprised if the Chinaman turned out to be the true wisdom of the show. He, he yeah, he seems I mean, at least we know he can cook pretty good. All right, well we're gonna keep our hand we're gonna keep our eye on that. Well, this is the scene, by the way, where uh, uh, Comstock says he grew up on the Frangatang Mountain and nobody mm. bats an eye. They just, oh, okay. Uh, he also speaks of having been a guest at the Queen's Palace. And uh, they still like him and trust him after all that. And then he says he's going to go out to the Washaw Diggins and he's going to see what's going on out there. These guys are all uh, uh, digging for gold. And then we learned, I believe it's around here that we learned that there's a dance. And we learned the big main problem of this episode, which is that all the women at the Washoe Diggins is fat. That's right. They, they take pains to say that a few times. Again and again and again. 
before we get to the dance, can yeah. I just say two things that I was impressed by about Mr. Comstock? When yes, you talked please. about the mountains and how he said he was from them, he also, they asked him, they said, well, where else have you been? And he said, are y'all familiar with overseas? And they said, no. And then he said, okay, good. I'm from Canada. <laughs> That was a perfect scammer move there. He was like, what do y'all know about uh, Somalia? <laughs> Nothing? Okay, I'm from there. <laughs> like, that was so impressive to me. I was like, this is peak scam. I love this so much. Yeah, that was pretty good. Although Canada is not really overseas, is it? It is but if it, you go south. Okay, I get back it. Up. I get yeah. you now. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Or if you, yeah, you leave from the Pacific and your aim is to get to the to the for French Canada or some shit. Yeah, well, if you leave down through the like the you could t- uh, Gulf of Mexico and go all the way down and then walk across the Antarctic yep. and then sail back up to the Arctic and come over the North Pole and come down. Yeah, then you're in Canada. So, or if you count yep. the Great Lakes as oceans unto themselves. Oh right, right. yeah. That's a good point. Well, now, so, uh, okay, off goes Comstock with Haas. Haas decides to trail him as a kind of a bodyguard to make sure he doesn't get into any trouble. Why? I don't know. (laughs) And then little Joe says he's going to solve the problem of too many ugly women, ugly fat women in the Washoe Diggins for the big hoedown. No, he did not say ugly. He just said big bone, strong, strapping. Women. Okay. Raw and bones so raw bones. Raw bones. They did refer to dancing. these women as raw bones. Yeah. Uh, but and good somehow at he wanted someone delicate like his mother, who died like all three of the mothers that his father has impregnated. Yeah, and there's a moment where uh, Ben Cartwright talks to Haas about the mothers, and it feels like when he gets to his mother, he's going to go into some sexual detail, just the tone that he had. <laughs> and uh, yeah. he didn't, so ultimately it was disappointing. He was almost as excited about his wives talking about them as he was about that sapling in the first scene. It was almost the same level of passion. Before he killed every one of his three wives, he said, plant before you cut. (laughs) And he impregnated them and then kept them alive in stasis long enough to have the children and then did away with them. That's exactly what happened. Yeah. Yeah, do you know that, uh, Lisa? This is the premise of this show. It's a uh, poor Ben Cartwright has married three different women and they all died, but they each gave him sons. He says that in this episode. They left me sons, boys. They left me sons. That's like reverse Henry VIII. Like he actually got the sons, but then they still yeah. died. And Does still, he... Cartwright managed to kill more wives than Henry VIII, even though he got what he wanted. Now, did he name the trees after his wives? He was like, that was Tawny. That was Marie, and that was your mama, uh, Jane. <laughs> are, the, are the trees named after him? I hope yeah, so. Yeah, he does, and then he still sweet. goes out and has some intimacy with them from time to time. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. Oh, you bet he does. You bet yeah. he does. Yeah. Well, then we'll see. A cutting board. <laughs> that's what it is. It's got a hole in it. Do whatever you want with that hole, just like Mutt Taylor. Uh Hoss and Comstock head down to the diggings, and uh, uh, Com- this is where Comstock does some real, does some great scamming, and he comes comes in contact with a fellow in a blue hat who's got a, one of the best uh, faces and beards on, in the history of this show. Uh, they say we get some scraggly miners down there, and, and uh, Mr. Comstock says that he owns this whole land and calls it the Comstock Load, 
and mm-hmm. and then he he asked if he can go in as a partner with one guy for seventeen dollars on a whole side of a mountain. Comstock load was my nickname in high school. I really loved Comstock here because he displayed excellent scam skills. They walk up, he immediately says, I own this land. And everybody says, how? You just got here. He says, never mind that. And I like that a lot. And then he started a fight with the first kind of scraggly little minor guy. And why does the minor guy swing a punch and hit the other guy? And then Comstock just walks away as the fight happens and starts to scam. So the whole time he's scamming, there's a full on brawl happening in the back. He's like, yeah, never mind that. Never mind that. So uh, you got some claims over here? I got $17. (laughs) I know. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. It was wonderful. Yeah, the one scraggly guy was going to punch the other scraggly guy who had Bob Dylan's voice. And <laughs> he, uh, but accidentally he screwed up and punched Hoss. Oh, no. No, I guess for, he was trying to, must have been trying to punch Comstock. Comstock, yeah. 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 And screwed up and punched Hoss. And then Hoss, now Hoss has to take on the entire mining city population, which is no problem for him because, as we discussed yeah. before, he is a gargantuan, like a sort of a Hulk like, he has unlimited strength. How he did it Tarantino episodes? style. Oh, how so? Oh, yeah. Like when one person is fighting like lots of people. So, but instead of like ninjas that he was fighting, he was just fighting like real beat down uh, homely miners. And they yeah. were coming at him and he broke a bat or a stick and he was fighting them. It was, it was good. How many yeah. episodes in a row now is it that Haas has fought a bunch of miners? <laughs> Well, it's at least two, and that's what happens. They they just say, well, they just pile pile people on top of them. Like 20 people will advance on them all at once, and he throws them off like flies. By the way, there's one moment here where uh, the whole brawl, the brawl moves in front of Comstock where he's talking to his new mining partner, and there's one fella in the whole circle of people who's trying to beat up on Haas who can't get close enough to do anything except slap him on the top of the head. But he's (laughs) doing that. Benny Hill. (laughs) Yeah, he does it a bunch of times. He gives him a bunch of slaps right on top of his head. I didn't see that. Oh, it's good. It's a, it's a hell of a fight move. He, that's that's a commitment. Much he do. Yeah. That's a commitment it's, to a fight. I'm so going to get in there something. somehow. <laughs> that's yeah. kind I, of a, something my husband and I do as foreplay. <laughs> he likes the size of my head. Oh, well, he you does. do have a nice-sized head. It's big. It is big. I mean, it is all I see in the Zoom screen. It is, it is an extra large head and you pat it and I, I don't know what feeling he gets, but it gets so excited. Oh boy. Are you allowed to pat his head? What happens if you pat his head? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. I understand. Oh, you well, got deadly got... serious. That's his body. It's his body. Okay. okay. His body, his rules. I get it. Well, so uh, now we got uh, little Joe up there. He's with the uh, Paiute Indians. He's rode up there uh, trailing a a piece of blue silk behind him the whole way. I thought that was a a signal to the Indians that don't attack me, you know, but it turns out it's just a piece of fabric that he wants to give to Chief Winnemucca's daughter, Sarah Tucci. And he wants to give Sarah Tucci. Now, the Indians have princesses? Indian princess. I mean, sure. Okay. I guess. She's also related to Stanley Tucci. Jeez. Sarah Tucci. Well, she looks more name. like Stanley Tucci than she does a Native American, so I will grant you that. Yep. It's just like pretty women. The guy goes, here's a dress, wear it. 
Exactly. Well, not even that. He shows up with just a a sheet, a silk. Well, she got to still. She got to still do the work. He's yeah. like, yeah. here's some fabric. Make your own dress. I love you. And she <laughs> does it quick too. By the so way, says, hurry up and, and make a dress and come with me to a dance tomorrow night. And somehow she, I don't think she speaks a word of English, no. or anything. And she, uh, she understands all that. And so at some point, she's. By the way, she is wearing a dress in this scene. And uh, little Joe, to demonstrate what a dress means, puts this silk thing around his own body. Uh, but she's wearing a dress. That was he could have pointed to it. He could have just pointed to it. <laughs> he might have just pointed to it just like that. Yep. But then yep. he described the river in a meadow with river and then meadow with a flat hand river and yeah. then meadow. And she's just nodding like, oh, I got it. Yeah. Wavy hand, flat way, hand. Yeah. I don't That's speak not- a lick of English, but I can just Virginia real like nobody's business. She's what if she speaks a bunch of English? Yeah, she, I mean, give <laughs> her a chance fully, to talk. That's fully true. can speak English. They never let her talk. They're like, shh, we know you don't speak English. <laughs> like, but wait. <laughs> well, yep. Now None that the, takes us. Yeah, what are you going to say there? Amy? None of the women speak because it's non-union. They're not union. Right. Well, there's a remarkable scene with a woman not speaking. Once we get to the hoedown at Dutch Pete's, where uh, Hoss is dancing with a lady in a red dress, and he calls loud as he can across the room while he's dancing with this woman. He says, see what I told you? Fat and ugly as a skunk. And she just goes on smiling away. She, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think, I don't know if it was established that that woman was deaf, but that would make sense. Because then we see a fair bit more of that woman, and she doesn't say a, a word. No, Never she's says a word. just loaded on tarantula juice. Oh, yeah. That's what it, they're And serve. it doesn't make any sense because she's beautiful. Yeah. She's uh-huh. a beautiful, rosy-cheeked young lady. That's true, but uh, just uh, not Haas's bag, I guess. Haas, uh, Haas likes a woman who's dying of consumption, as we've already learned in I, previous episodes. All the Cartwrights <laughs> like dying women. I think it's a fear of commitment or heterosexuality. I don't know what yeah. it is. But. It's crazy because you could just leave. You could just leave the woman, but it's like, no, she has to be dying. Yeah. He's yeah. <laughs> like, I saw a beautiful woman <laughs> with typhoid on my way out of the saloon. Oh, episode two. <laughs> Sarah Gucci uh, looks tanorexic. Yeah. Tanorexic? Yeah. Yeah, like she's she's not eating enough and she's going to the sun salon too much. Yeah. She's very, very small. That's the true. sun well, salon. Fact, as as <laughs> aka outside. <laughs> yeah, the sun salon. I'm going to the sun salon a lot. <laughs> you can I'm uh, gonna show you charge people money for that and it's kind of a scam. Can and I hey. will. <laughs> Let's watch a scene here. I got another scene for you guys. If I can find it, where the hell's my damn somewheres? Dang it. All right. Hang on. Everything's fine. Here we go. This is a scene where where he walks in. This is Little Joe arrives at Dutch Pete's for the hoedown with Sarah Tucci, daughter of Winnemucca. And here's the reaction. Okay. Coming back. <laughs> That is a completely incompetent line dance caller. He's just mumbling along to the music. Now let's just sit here, pull a little bit. 
heard it. What was that line? I wrote it down. So, oh, ring, oh, uh, howling snakes and ringtail screamers. That's what I call a real hunk of woman. Whoa. Beautiful, beautiful yeah. line. Poetry. It's poetry. Yeah. Is he, was he a rapper? He was the first country rapper? Because he sounds like Lil Nas X of Vanessa. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that's, that's old Virginie. And he is in the episode. <laughs> that, that works as a rap name. Old Virginia. It does. Old yeah. Virginia does. Yeah. yeah. He is there uh, exclusively uh, and, and talking about Virginia for like a half an hour of this episode, just so that toward the end of the episode, we kind of understand why they named this town Virginia City instead of Hang City. <laughs> that's that's about it. I, I did a little looking into what tarantula juice is. You want to oh, hear Oh, okay. It? Yes, yeah. please. Yeah, so it's a type of gin uh, that's laced with strychnine, the poison. And uh, apparently you would get much the same feeling as you would if you were on methamphetamines. Oh! It it was a popular practice to get two pitchers of it, one to get you hammered, and then one to drink the next morning when you wake up with your skin feeling like it's crawling with tarantulas. So you drink (gasps) it then. Hair of the dog, but in this case, the hairy legs of the tarantula. Wow. Real good stuff. That way you don't pick your skin off. I know. Wow. Yeah. They made it sound sexy. Tarantula juice sounds good. But then when you said, I'm going to start picking my skin off in the morning, I'm starting to reconsider. Yeah. But it still sounds fun. (laughs) It could be. I mean, I've had some. Yeah, you tried it? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And what happened? Where'd you try it? I peeled my arms off. Oh. Oh, yeah. okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't want to do that. No. I don't know if I'll drink that. I, no, I so certain, yeah. cer- currently it looks like I'm wearing a long sleeve shirt with my sleeves rolled up, but that's my skin, and I have a hole through the side of my torso. So yeah, I take Christian nutritional supplements so I can clean the house. Oh, I'd take some of those if you got them. Yeah, What's in there? Called, what they're called? God help me pills. <laughs> What's uh what what what's in there? Does it make you all speedy? It's just God's ca- it's caffeine. It's just a little roast coffee in a pale form. Oh, okay. All right, all right. All right, no problem. That's like them no dos, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh yeah. But I'm I not do gonna... sell those two on the side if anybody needs a supply. I do. I'd take some. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, me too. Well, so okay, there it was. Uh, it's a real old hoedown, and then uh, uh, little Joe plants a kiss on Sarah Tucci, and then bang, in comes Chief Winnemucca. Chief Winnemucca walks right in, and the fun time is over. And then I'll play this little scene here because this is another. This is really the best uh, shooting scene we've ever seen on this show. Mm. It is uh, remarkable. Uh, okay, so this is a scene here. There's a little bit of a confrontation. After Joe has kissed, is this what I wanted to show? That's the end of the other one. Model. Yeah. There she is. A Robin here we gal. Oh yeah, Robo. Here we go. Wow! Ah, congratulations, friend. Haven't been to a wedding for a long time. <laughs> yeah. You know, I had an uncle once, Uncle Jonah, not the one that got himself swallowed by the whale. No, sir, is a different fellow entirely. My mother's brother. One that never did a day's lick of work in his life. Did manage to get himself married, though, seven different times. (laughs) (laughs) I think you've done enough talking for one night. Why, ain't had a chance to kiss the bride yet. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. 
Oh, wow. So what happened in that scene was uh, Comstock is going to go and be the second person tonight to kiss uh, the Indian princess and uh, uh, and uh, her husband-to-be, Lean Knife, pulls out his knife and uh, Little Joe elbows him in the gut, and then but he's about to stab Little Joe and then he gets shot in the wrist or the hand, but not in a way that causes the skin to break in any way. <laughs> there isn't any, there isn't also, any blood. I- I love how long it was taking him to try to stab the man. Like he had the knife out and he was like, it's stabbing time. I'm going to stab you just long enough for somebody to get a gun out and shoot it out of his hand. The way I took it was that the uh-huh. bullet went nowhere near him, but just coincidentally, he got a mean wrist cramp at the time. Cause it just, <laughs> maybe that was it. The actor first, he gri- grips his wrist and then he slides his a, a hand up to his hand. Like it's kind of like, I forget where they told me I'd get shot in the wrist or the hand. <laughs> But there was a little smoke by his wrist, though. So, oh, was there? Oh, yeah, that was. Oh, oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. Well, they took great pains when the little Joe shot the guy in the arm in the beginning to put a little uh, squib pyrotechnic there, but but they just uh, ran out of money or time. I don't know what. Something. But this is another one of those shots where it doesn't really seem to have hurt him. Gunshots on Bonanza don't don't tend to hurt people. They just no. make them say, "Oh, okay, I'm not going to do that." What I was no, planning. Mosquito bite. Yeah, they change your mind. It's a mind changer. Yeah, beasting. <laughs> yeah, it's just a little beasting. Just a little beasting. Well, guess who shot that gun? It was Adam Cartwright there with Ben Cartwright, and they have shown up just in the nick of time to intervene and prevent little Joe from being scalped by Chief Winnemucca for stealing his daughter in a beautiful blue dress. And uh, they, they uh, Ben talk. Ben Ben says, I, "If anybody's going to punish my boy, I'm going to punish him." And the chief leaves, and then there's all this confusing nonsense about uh, gold in the hills and all that stuff. And Comstock uh, ends up getting he pays a, something. He sells the land for eleven thousand dollars, and there's millions of dollars in gold or in silver up there or some. Who cares? But uh, it does go on to be called the Comstock Load forevermore. And then at the very end, we learn why they named this town, Virginia City, and the reason is that some drunk old Virginian poured some liquor on the ground and baptized it as part of Virginia, and Comstock decided it should sound like more of a city, so he said he added city to it, right? Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's such a long road to go for the payoff. That's like when I try to sell my nested baskets and go through the the whole book of Ruth. You read a whole book from the Bible as part of your sales pattern for yes. these baskets? Yes. Yeah, that's it. That- by the time I've done, they say, ah, just put me down for four. <laughs> well, then it works. Then it works. That's good. Well, there you go. Now, I'm sorry to say that uh, after this, we only have 422 episodes of Bonanza left. Oh, Can you believe it? They I'm only saying. made... You believe that, Lisa? They only made 431 episodes of this show across a, a, a mere 14 seasons. It's unbelievable, especially with so much railroad. Right. I know. Yeah. They ain't even started laying down that railroad yet. No. And yep. the wonderful thing is they refer to Comstock in that he passed away and that he's in heaven now. And that's where we're all going, to heaven. Hmm. That is beautiful. And then I believe... The, the last sort of joke of the episode is them speculating that even up in heaven, Comstock is still jumping claims. 
He's That's taking really clouds. He's taking <laughs> clouds away from other angels. Yeah, he is. He's stealing clouds and mining for cloud gold up there in heaven. That's a beautiful image. Well, sir, any other uh, final thoughts about this episode, final observations, anything else? I think it was a wonderful one. Man, oh, man. I loved it. Yeah, it was, it was fun. Was philosophical. I liked it. It made me think about things. Yeah. I wish that Comstock had been a little better of a scammer. Uh, he couldn't keep up with his lies. That started to happen a lot, where it was like, wait a minute, you told us this. And he'd be like, oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then when I was with Queen Elizabeth, y'all know her, I call her Lizzie. Uh, <laughs> then when I was with Lizzie and them at the Royal Palace, I was like, come on now, Comstock, you just get your lies. We have a lie journal, like any other decent scammer. Is that what they do? Do they keep yeah. a lie journal? Yeah, you like, <laughs> July 4th. Today I said that I went to Queen Elizabeth's palace and did shots off of her bosom. And then, you know, Ooh. you just know that you did that. Yeah, that, yeah. see, that's smart. Got to keep up with your lies. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Amy, do you, do you uh, Amy, how, where are I, you on lying? You don't, it's, is that a bad well, thing to do for the Bible? I encourage, that's what I do. I, I love the smell of bread and the sound of laughter and cleaning up and cutting up and catching up with friends and family. And I do keep a record of who, who I sold the serving spoon to last. Yeah, beautiful. That's just beautiful personal statement. All right, anybody got anything to plug? Anything coming up? I got nothing now. I've just got to find a new ranch. I'm staying at a Holiday Inn now. I got to figure out some new ranching situation or something. And I think, by the way, I'm I'm uh, laying low for a while. I, you know, far as far as the law is concerned, Dalton Wilcox died in that explosion. So, you know, <laughs> just till the heat dies down, I'm laying low a little bit. Wow. All right. Yeah. All right. Making um, your own death. I'm proud of you. I'm very proud oh, of you. That's the ultimate scam. Scam. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, did they ever find Olivia Newton-John's husband? Did he ever turn up? What? Olivia Newton-John's <laughs> husband. <laughs> Is this a recent? Uh, how, how? What are you talking about? I'll look, I'll look at him. He he disappeared. Everybody thought he faked his own death. I know. How, how recent did he disappear? Two or three years ago. Oh. I'm wow. looking it up right now. I do have a new product line. Okay. It's bolts of blue claw that you send women in your life. Oh, from this them, episode? Yeah, and you say you say, get dressed. <laughs> and you say, put put on something nice. You know, but you just send them the claw so they have to do all the work. Because that's what women do. Is all the work. Yes. All the work. That's emotional yeah. and physical. <gasps> yeah. Oh, my. I think that's a beautiful idea. Here, take this big blue sheet and, damn it, get dressed. Turn Here. it into ex exactly what you're wearing there, except made out of this. I did that to my gal, Pris, and it just sat there. Oh. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. and you handle all the pre re repercussions of me leaving my tribe and my father. And my my fiance. <laughs> <laughs> um, what'd you find out about Newton John's hubby? It's a little confusing. I think it, there's a headline here: <laughs> Olivia Newton John's former boyfriend found in Mexico after going missing 12 years ago. <laughs> what? 
The wow. former boyfriend of Olivia Newton-John has reportedly been discovered after going missing. But he's American that's, cameraman. That's what I want all my former boyfriends to do. Uh, yeah. Go to Mexico for 12 years <laughs> and don't come back. That's and not teach bad painting idea. workshops in San Miguel de Allende. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, the, the Coast Guard says that he uh, they thought he most likely drowned, but the circumstances around his disappearance triggered speculation that he faked his own death. In 2009, old Dateline got involved. Uh, uh, he disappeared to avoid debts, including $8,000 he allegedly owed to his ex-wife for child support. So uh, anyway, that's a fun story. He disappeared for $8,000? <laughs> <laughs> That's a very low amount of money to disappear your life for. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I owe, some, I owe somebody $1,500, so we got to disappear. <laughs> Give me a stick and a bandana. We're going to Mexico. <laughs> he did it. He pulled the trigger on the fake death for eight grand. It's a little too early. It's a little too early to disappear. It is a little too He was yeah, also compounded with interest for a couple of years at least he could have gotten that from olivia newton john on any given day right i would think so hey tap into the xanadu money oh, i screwed up oh yeah time to i know you ain't spend a lick of that because you've been just rolling in on the royalties for physical but let's say we open up that xanadu coffer it's either that or 12 years in mexico <laughs> Hey, you ever think that after 431 episodes, we ain't got nowhere to go, we do a true crime podcast? Because that's what this feels like. Hey, yeah, it does. Yeah. I like it. All right, so we're plugging our true crime podcast, which is going to be... By the way, recently, Mutt and I figured out it would take eight and a half years. It will take eight and a half years at the rate we're going, one every two weeks, to get yeah. through every episode of Bonanza <laughs> that was ever made. Yeah, but we got it. We can do it. We can do it. I, All right. If you don't do it, just go to Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> just go to Mexico for 12 because, years. Yeah. And that's that's how we'd stop. We'd have to stop the podcast because we have disappeared. Oh, <gasps> it's exciting. That's the only way this podcast is ever going to end. All of us will disappear on a fishing boat. <laughs> All righty. Well, thank you so much, Lacey, for joining us for this one. Uh, yeah. You can listen to Scam Goddess, the podcast, right? Yes, and, on uh, ear, on any platform. And if you want to uh, follow me online, D-I-V-A-L-A-C-I, Diva Lacey. Okay, do that. All right, everybody. We'll see you next time. So long. Bananas for Bonanza is brought to you by Andy Daly with Maria Bamford and Matt Gordon. Theme song by Matt Gordon with The Journeyman which in this case are Mark McConville, Daniel Nuchikoff, and Wade Ryan. Special thanks to our gang on the ground, Josh Richmond and Shannon Locke. Bananas for Bonanza is produced by Ryan Connor and Matt Gorley, and executive produced by Colin Anderson and Chris Bennett. We'll see you next time. That's the sound of another sale on Shopify, in-store. Shopify POS is everything you need to sell in person. 
From payments to inventory, Shopify unites your sales into one commerce platform. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash retail23. Shopify.com slash retail23. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.